Oscar 24-7 Hypecast. Woo! Hype. Second week. Third, technically, but second with an actual game to be played. Nebraska plays Troy at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning. I couldn't tell you what channel the game is on, but I'm guessing the BTN, because I don't know who else would televise it. That's a BTN special, 11 a.m. BTN special. Brian, what's your level of hype right now? Uh, what's this? What's the, like, reading? What am I going off of? Like it's 10? just a one to ten scale. Ten being the highest that you could possibly For be Troy, hyped. Um, ten being Packers Vikings. <laughs> one being two high school teams you've it. never seen. Um, I'll say, I'll say a five point nine, which is pretty good for. That's higher than I would have guessed. Well, just bunch and st- there's still like this fresh cur- curiosity about everything over there. Brunt, where are you on the scale? I'm a six or a seven. I'm Ten ready. being wow. Case Keenum takes the Broncos to a Super Bowl. <laughs> One being Paxton Lynch got back on the team. I, I would say probably a six or a seven. I'd be pretty down if Paxton Lynch was back on the team. <laughs> That's uh, why it's the one. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for the start of the Andrew Bunch era. I wasn't expecting it, but here we are. It's what you needed. You didn't know it. Yeah. I'm ready for Bunchy to take over. Brian, you talked to Bunch this week. What were your takeaways? Is this a guy that... Is ready for the moment? Uh, he sounds like it. You never know for sure, but he I, came in last week and played okay. I felt yeah, like. he did. For I mean, some guys would be just a puddle out there, and he he looked like I mean they should have won the game if Spielman catches that third down play. We all know that, but um, he strikes me, and there's those walk-ons who show up, and you can tell that they're not just happy to be there. They expect to play, and they think they're as good as anybody else. And I think he's got some of that to him. I think so too. I mean, I after seeing him in, in, in those series against Colorado, I mean, I I don't I didn't think that he looked flustered. I mean, Colorado knew they had to throw the ball in that last possession, and he still stood in there and and you know made it run. Um, so I mean, I, and I think Troy's a team where Nebraska's gonna be able to run it about seventy times, and you know that's gonna be coming up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I think they'll be okay. I, I think uh, the thing I'm most concerned about are the large amount of bunch puns that are going to come out as a result of this Bunch game. of points, that bunch is, of yards, yeah. bunch of fun. Yes, all of those things. That is a worry. Ryan Held today, I thought, said something interesting. They are talking about... Was it a pun? No, it wasn't. Oh. It was about Bunchy running the ball, though. And you could tell he, he wasn't overhyping it either. He says, yeah, Adrian's fast, but bunch is really fast and or just, you know basically in that you know conversation i guess and i knew he meant it because he dropped a now whenever a coach drops a now at the end of a sentence you better take that to the bank really bunch is pretty fast now you know one of those it's kind of a southern thing it's like the i didn't did you know this in terms of rules of interviews with with coaches brian lived in florida for a time i'll so. tell you what Yes. You'll tell us what. <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll, so that's how it starts sometimes. Th- that kid can play now. Okay. If he just says that kid can play, you don't know. you got to see it for yourself. But. I thought that you were going to lead into his quote about how Held hasn't lost a game since 2016 and he doesn't like it. He didn't like the hates feeling. It. it wasn't fun. Yeah, he hates it. So I, this is going to be an interesting game with, with Adrian Martinez likely out and Andrew Bunch being your starter. Nebraska's offense 
reduced cost says won't look any different. I don't know if I 100% believe that. But what do you anticipate? And, and Brunt's already said he's expecting 70 carries, I believe, is the number. And bad puns, I believe, was my other prediction. 40 for Mikhail Wilbon? Is that what you're putting down? Uh, Maybe. No. No. <laughs> None? No. I'm not putting that down at all. Nothing for Mikhail Wilbon over there. No. All right. Well, we'll start with you then, Brunt. What, what do you think this offense can look like as they play Troy? How similar to the Colorado version are we going to see i don't think they're going to alter things a ton i think a little bit um i think that what you kind of have to do i think early on you got to find some i guess it won't be any different probably than what they did earlier with adrian martinez where i think you have to give him some easy throws early on get him get him in rhythm a little bit and you this is a game i think where you put a lot on the tempo you put a lot on the offensive line to go out there and, and win you this game. So, you know, I, I think it has to be different. I don't think that you could just call the same game plan, especially quarterback run-wise, even though he can run now, you hear. Um, mm-hmm. So, what? <laughs> isn't you hear? Isn't that, isn't that kind of like now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would okay. work too, yeah. Okay. Um, so I think that that's probably what I would what I would expect on Saturday is a little – a little bit more conservative, but not too much more. You mentioned one of the things that I think we will see on Saturday, which is more tempo. Nebraska didn't play at a particularly fast pace against Colorado. I mean, they they I thought that it it would be a little bit faster. I think Saturday against Troy, they will speed it up to some degree because it's, I think they can take advantage of some things doing that against the Trojans, especially with their run game. Brian, what anything you want to add as to what you think Nebraska's offense might look no, like? No, the, the tempo thing's a good point because I think this is a game where they probably think, okay, they've got some good first-line guys. Teams like Troy usually have a pretty good, a decent starting group, and some of those guys can play as good as anybody on your side. But when you get into the second teamers and stuff, they're not as good. There's a drop-off. So you play at a fast tempo and you just wear down those guys because that you know they don't have a lot of depth. That's one reason. Another reason is because you have the talent advantage, you figure the more snaps we play, the less likelihood of an upset here because there's just you know greater chances to make plays and pull away. So I, th- I do think that'll be a big part of it. And also, Bunch loves the tempo. <laughs> Bunch is a big tempo guy. We learned that today after practice. He was talking about how much he loves playing fast and all that. So, Did he speak with a, a faster tempo? No. Was he really trying to get all the words out together in a really quick time? No, he wasn't going Lamar Jackson on it. Uh, yeah, um, Lamar, Lamar speaks with tempo. That is, that's a f- dogfight trying to transcribe Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I don't think they're going to change the offense much at all. I think they might. You're probably right. They're probably going to run it a little bit more than they would have otherwise. But I don't. I think they kind of are who they are with those top two quarterbacks. I kind of, I kind of bunchy. He's kind of got that that quiet quarterback confidence about him too when he mm-hmm. talks. Like he, he's, you know, when you you hear a guy talk and you're like, yeah, that's a quarterback. Bunchy's a quarterback. Bunchy is. Yeah. I think reading between the lines, he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder too. Mm-hmm. I I feel like he kind of knows what's out there, and whenever a guy probably hears like, "Oh man, we don't get to watch Adrian," like guys like me are like bummed that we don't get to watch Adrian Martinez play. A guy like Andrew Bunch, I think, probably uses that for fuel a little bit. 
I like to think that Andrew Bunch is a podcast listener for sure. Yeah, I, and then he, I meant in general, guys like me. I don't think he cares about my opinion in specific. I Again, that's why I want to believe that he is a podcast listener. And Andrew, we salute you for sticking with the show and a lot of sock talk on Wednesday. So thank you for that. It is uh, an interesting game for a lot of reasons. Who besides Andrew Bunch on offense are you hoping to see maybe a little bit more from or you think you'll see a little bit more from in this Troy game? Miles Jones, uh, he couldn't play last week because of there was an eye problem, eye infection or something, uh, missed three practices. But he's very much in the rotation, and I expect he'll get you know some of the carries that Maurice Washington got last week. And also more of Maurice Washington. I think he carried it eight times. I'd, I'd, look, I'd like to see him like get 12, 12, 13 carries, see what he, he does. He had 10 total touches on the day. Okay, that's not bad. Do we, do we see the tight ends more? I mean, Kurt Raftall made that great catch. Uh, we saw a little bit of Austin Allen, a little bit of Jack Stoll. It feels like those types of routes and things would be more advantageous for this week, especially given you got to work Bunchy in. And I really hope he's okay with me calling him Bunchy because Scott, yeah, Frost, calls if, him, if Scott Frost calls him Bunchy. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if you were picking that up from somewhere yep. or if you made the unilateral decision. From the head guy. Fair enough. So tight ends from you, Miles Jones from you. Who I think from that, you? Well, I think that largely covers a lot of the offense. He mentioned Maurice Washington. I think we're going to see a lot more Maurice Washington this week against Troy. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a few more wide receivers that maybe didn't get a lot of run in that game against Colorado. But I don't think they're going to throw the ball a lot. So we shall see what the, the offensive plan is defensively. Nebraska's coming off of a game with seven sacks, which was half of their number of last year at 14. Do you think they will get half of those seven sacks in the game against Troy? That would be three and a half for those of you who don't math. I think they'll. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Big Macs eating across the state next week. Big Mac sack time. Um, I think they can get after him. I was just looking, reviewing the Troy-Boise State lines here. Um, I think Nebraska can definitely get some pressure uh, in that game. And I, I I think that this is the week, too. And Eric Shenander mentioned this yesterday, that the week leading into the Colorado game and practices, they really didn't get a lot turnover-wise. This week, they've been a lot more active. They challenged him to really kind of uh, you know, create turnovers, which they didn't do, They didn't get one the first week. So I think you'll see more. I think you'll see, see uh, you know, m- as much pressure. It, like seven sacks and to not have a fumble off of those or a turnover is kind of remarkable. Brian, very important question that the listeners want to know. Big Mac or a Whopper? You get to choose one. Which are you going? <clears throat> Probably a Whopper. I've always I was always more of a Whopper guy. Is it the up. the charbroiled that gets you? I just like like whatever combination they put together. Although Burger King, in my later years, um, it, it it's just smoke. Like if you, that's you can almost smell it when you're just driving by it. It's just a smoke feel, and it it's become too much smoke for me. Too much smoke out of Burger King. <laughs> that's one of the takeaways from the hype cast. All right, moving back to. To the defense, what do you want to see out of the defense this week? Bruns mentioned the takeaways and, and the emphasis that Eric Shenander and the, the coaches have had in practice this week. What else would you like to see coming off of that Colorado performance? Um, get off the field on third down. I mean, 
that was like the biggest issue for that defense against Colorado. And it's, it's not just like, okay, if, if it's third and three, yeah, you're going to sometimes give up a first on that one. But when it's third and 19, third and 15, and we saw about four cases where it was third and more than 10 and Colorado gets a first down, that's just a killer to your whole team. I mean, it, you, you feel like, okay, you're about to get the ball back. Everybody's, you know, hyped up on the sideline and suddenly the other team's on a drive for a score. So that's, that's got to change this week. All right. Prediction time. I'm not going to go first. Do you think, well, we'll start with some right. individual okay. ones that I've created in my head as we're doing this show. I don't right want to steal anybody's anybody score though. Do you think Andrew Bunch runs for or throws for a touchdown first on Saturday? Throws for. Throws. Both on throws. Interesting. Now, do either of you want to put a recipient at the end of that? Does it bounce off of somebody and he catches it and runs it in? Oh, uh, I think I'll go Stanley. He uh, makes up for that drop in the end zone last week with a spectacular touchdown catch. Let's Run throw shade at Stanley. Let's keep riding the Jack Stoll train. I think Stoll gets going. All right. You? Uh, I would say runs it in. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to – my bold prediction for this week, zero passing touchdowns from Nebraska. Whoa. Zero. Wow. How, how long of a touchdown? Like a seven – he just houses a 70-yarder? No. Bunchy to the house? 11-yard. Okay. Cuts it up. To... I hope he confronts you in the post game. I'm me? really sick of you calling me Bunchy. <laughs> Only Scott can call me that. It's one of those things where, like, all the other media members are kind of, like, trying to figure out what's going on there. <laughs> so, so my bowl prediction was no passing touchdowns from Nebraska in this game. Do you have a bowl prediction, Brian? Um, yes. They're going to get a defensive touchdown. Ooh. And it's going to be the key to allowing people to just kind of, okay, they're going to handle this week. Do you want to specify what type of defensive touchdown? Uh, it's going to be a pick by uh, – it's going to be a pick return for a touchdown by Luke Gifford. Interesting. Your bold prediction. Uh, I'm going to go with another two-sack day for one Khalil Davis. Somebody got two sacks last week, and it was Khalil Davis. Who was your prediction on that, though? Uh, I believe it was Carlos. I picked yeah. the I picked the wrong, the wrong Davis. Strip sack, right? Yes. You were the closest <laughs> on the bold predictions, I yeah. think. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to say a another two-sack day for Khalil. Big max for all. No whoppers for any. Yes. Now, we move into the actual score predictions and give me one player that you think will have a big game or a big role in the game on Saturday. We'll, uh, we'll start with Brunts this time. What is your score prediction? Then I will go, and then Brian will go last, so I don't copy his score, apparently. Yeah, that's good. I am going to say <laughs> Nebraska 31, Troy 21. Um, doesn't cover. No cover. No well, cover. Unless it comes well, back. We're going to talk more gambling on this podcast. The line, the line might come back a little, I think, as we get closer to game time. Because okay. you're going to put so much money on yeah. Troy at 11 and a half. Yeah, the Sharks are coming in late. Get that first mortgage payment down. 11 and a half points right now. Uh, so I'm going to say 31-21, and I think we see a big day from Greg Bell. Oh. Sucks to go last. Yeah. No, he doesn't want to go last anymore. <laughs> All right, well, I like Goldilocks over there. I like Nebraska running all over the yard on Saturday. See them putting up a lot of points. I see them putting up a lot of yards on the ground. 
I'm going to go with a 45-14 to 14 win. Wow. A cover. Just <laughs> domination in Lincoln. Okay. I think they come out kind of mad. I really do. I think they're going to play well on Saturday. That's like an old Husker fan take. Yeah, really. They're going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they will. It's been <laughs> stewing all week. I think they've been watching that film, and they knew they let one get away, and they're not going to have that happen. All right. That's fair against enough. Against Troy. So uh, I'm going 45-14, and my player of the game will be Damian Daniels. Oh. He forces a fumble. We've got a it's lot of... an dick. extra prediction. Okay. A bonus prediction. Uh, I'm all about throwing things out that don't happen. Uh, let's see. I'll I'll say Nebraska 38 and Troy 22. And I was going to say Greg Bell, but I can't. Now, do you want to go second? That's like that help? that's like uh, naming. First was not right. Last that's wasn't like, right. We got Goldilocks. Well, that'd be here. like if you if you had a family dog, and then twenty five years later you're gonna get another dog, and you named it after the same name as another dog. My mom wants to do that, by the way. Name the dog Toby like for the Snowball second time. Snowball too. Yeah, and I'm like that can't happen. But anyway, there was a local media <laughs> member that had. Uh, a, a golden retriever, several goldfish, and I believe a rabbit, and all of them were named Goldie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry, a little trivia. That, that is good. trivia. Um, I will say, uh, well, I'm going to say Luke Gifford's the player of the game. I think I think he'll make uh, a big time play on defense that kind of gives Nebraska the uh, cushion they need. So 38-22, Gifford. Do we want to do a long term? prediction here i got one for you you ready yeah i guess we can because we're prepared for it sorry so <laughs> nebraska obviously has their by their bye week iowa state just filled up theirs with an fcs are we opponent. predicting which team they're gonna play who will nebraska line up against on october 27th okay uh if you guys want to if you have a team in mind please sure brian do you want to go second or last yeah i have this is where i struggle with an fcs team that could play that it, it could be it could be liberty if you want it to be Liberty. It doesn't have to be FCS. It's who we want? Yeah. No, I mean, who you think it's going to be? Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a really bad FCS team, and I don't know who that is because I don't know who is available. So it's a bad answer for me, but that's my <laughs> prediction. Bad FCS team, Idaho State. Just, like, have a voiceover. Like, Idaho State. Picture of Idaho State, which was the worst team I ever saw come to Lincoln. And... But it would be good if they played a team like that in a way because none of those backups ever get to play anymore at Nebraska. You know, they're always in these close games. It'd be nice if they had a day where the fourth team guy from a small town was in the game and everybody from his town could enjoy watching him in the fourth quarter. I have a team ready to go. Can I go they see? have a game canceled for this weekend. Can, no, they have an open date. You're going to take 10, my answer. I doubt it. If we both pick this same team, it'd be impressive. Go ahead. I'm going with the, I don't even know how to pronounce the, the university's name. Is it the Elon? Oh, that's not who I... Elon Phoenix. They have, their William and Mary game is postponed. They are open on the 27th. That's a good one. We're putting them down. Nebraska's playing the Phoenix. The Phoenix shall not rise in Lincoln. Don't they make the NCAA tournament sometimes as like a 15 seed? They do. Yeah. All right. Well, are you okay now? I freaked out a little bit there. Um, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> In this unplanned segment, now we've run past our time. Oh yeah, sorry. No one's going to sponsor this. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I think they're going to play Stephen F. Austin. Canceled game against Tarleton State uh, on the eighth. 
I have a real question. They're not Actually, bad, never though. mind. Never mind. I'm an idiot. They're not I, bad, are they? I misread it. Forget forget what nope, I said. No, you got to pick a team. Damn it. This is your segment, own it. I know. Damn it. This <laughs> Liberty. My Did house of cards. I'm going with Liberty. I have a Stephen <laughs> F. Austin question, though, while well, you're, you're taking your time to find a new team. Do you think that they come out to every sporting event with the breaking glass of the, the Steve Austin from... <laughs> like, that is just the most obvious thing ever, right? Like, you have to do that if you're Stephen F. Austin. They have a good basketball team. You'd think they'd have to take the court that way. Well, maybe. Maybe there's some people who feel that's disrespectful to the real Stephen F. Austin. They're like... Nobody cares about the real a... Stephen F. Austin, right? Oh, well, I like to use just it... Just because he founded Texas, nobody cares. I like to use it as a joke on Twitter every March that he had a good mid-range, mid-range jumper, and I show a picture of him. It's kind of a go-to joke. Anyway, <laughs> did you find one? Uh, no, I, I screwed this up. <laughs> so he he I was the segment. I was so ready to answer it because it made so much and sense. And now nobody he has any hype. When no. I, within four seconds, am able to pull up a team that has an open date and a cancellation. That was so pretty good. To play yeah. a game. You Googled better than the stats department over here. I will. I will. I got very lucky. Okay. Brunch drained all the hype out Sorry, of this. Damn it. It's so Oh, that's great. The hype cast ends with a win. So sullen now. (laughs) Well, we'll be back next Friday with another hype cast. It's time for the Michigan game, which hopefully will stay on track. We'll have even uh, more hype for that. You know, maybe Nebraska will be 1-1, or they could be 0-2 as they go into Ann Arbor. Could be real interesting if that was the case. Yeah, that'd be panic.